Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Today we're going to have in studio live Chief Blaine Clark, Chief Blaine Clark of Dubois and Sandy Township Chief Chris Krizelik. We're going to be having a conversation around Police Appreciation Day, which started actually in 2014. Uh, started then and was recognized as as a day in 2015. Uh, that came out of a police shooting and should also be noted historically that Pennsylvania was the first state in the country to have a state police department in 1905 under President Teddy Roosevelt. And when we return, we're going to have a conversation with both chiefs. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community Counting Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. National Police Appreciation Day is January 9th, and so we wanted to show our appreciation here at Contact on Connect FM and the Sunny 106 family. Uh, This day began out of a police shooting in 2014, and unfortunately there was some negativity around that shooting in police departments and so groups thought we need to honor our police on an actual day there is also a a police week of appreciation in may but live in studio this morning i'm sitting down with our very own chiefs of dubois police and sandy township good morning chiefs clark and kruzelik good morning mike good morning Good morning, Mike. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to recognize uh, a recent police shooting uh, in the Pittsburgh area, Brackenridge Borough. Uh, their police chief, uh, Justin McIntyre, he was uh, killed in the line of duty. Uh, I believe it was uh, January 1st. So I, I wanted to recognize him uh, in the tragedy that, that that town's going through. Uh, Brackenridge Borough is just a, a small town outside of Pittsburgh, about 3,000 people. I believe they only had three or four on their police department, so uh, big loss for them, and our hearts go out to them. Yeah, our hearts certainly do go out. I know I saw on Facebook um, his wife's post was just heart-wrenching, and I think that is at the heart of why we have this day. Um, you have one of the most dangerous jobs in America. And I don't believe even in Dubois that we really, rec- we really recognize that, right? I'm out for a walk. I see Chief Blaine Clark or I see Chief Krizelik. We might say hi. We feel like we know everyone in our town. But the reality is, is there's a lot going on, not just in Dubois, but all around. And even today, I was talking to you, uh, Chief Krizelik. I'm reminded you have a bulletproof vest on. You put that on every morning. This is a serious, very serious job. Yeah, uh, you know, everyday police officers uh, respond to calls that uh, weapons could be involved. So, yeah, ha- having a bulletproof vest, uh, putting that on every day and, and strapping a, a gun to your hip, uh, we have to go to work and be alert 
24-7. So there is no routine calls. Uh, any call that we go to has the potential to be dangerous. So uh, the bulletproof vest is just one of those things that, that helps uh, protect us. Uh, but it's, it's just a small portion. Anything can happen at any time. Yeah. Chief Clark, anything you would like to say? Yeah, I, I agree with what Chief Kruzelik saying 100 percent. And and I think it's fair that I could say for both of us that every time there's a call dispatch, we as the chiefs are very se- sentimental to the fact that we know our officers are going out there in danger. But they always go out. They always do a professional job. And thank goodness, knock on wood, they always return safely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why we want to have this show. We want to make sure that you both and your staffs feel appreciated from our community and, and not just here on contact, but just throughout the community. We really do appreciate all that you do. I know I was out walking, I think a week or two ago, Chief. I came around the corner and you and your staff were pushing a car off of Brady Street. I think I actually took a photo of it and posted it because you serve in so many different ways, right? It's not just somebody uh, like a bad situation. There could also be good situations. You get called out on, I can't imagine how many calls a day you guys get, but if you'd give some insight into that, that would be great too. Yeah, exactly. We did do that and you're 100% right. Most of our calls are, you know, public relations and and that's exactly what we tried tried to and and strive to do is to be that public servant uh, we never know when evil's going to rear its ugly head, but but it does. And and thank goodness you're right. This is a community that's very supportive and respectful to our police departments. And um, again, knock on wood, we've we've been pretty lucky with the safety of our officers and also the safety of our citizens. We don't have a lot of that high priority crime. But if it does happen, we're ready for it and we're prepared for it. We're not we're not going to be complacent because. Again, just like Chief Kruzelik had mentioned down around Pittsburgh that, you know, a police chief was killed. Yeah, no, that can happen anytime. I do want to take some time to talk about you two men. Maybe you can tell not everyone knows you. I think some people even have an adverse reaction when you say police or, uh, you know, we've got the chiefs of police here. They might be like, whoa, what's going on? But who is Chris Kruzelik and who is Blaine Clark? So... <clears throat> I grew up outside of Reynoldsville. Uh, my family's from uh, just outside of Reynoldsville. Uh, I went to Dubois Area High School, graduated in 1990. Uh, played sports, football, wrestled, baseball, all in the Dubois uh, School District. So from there, uh, I decided I, I wanted to be a police officer. My, my uncle was a state trooper. And we used to go over to his house, and I'd listen to his stories. And uh, that's pretty interesting. Uh, He would always say something different every night. He worked strictly night shift. So uh, that intrigued me. Uh, From there, you know, I kind of decided late in high school that I I wanted to be a police officer. Uh, My mother had worked in the Dubois ER for 25 years. So she would always tell me stories about, you know, the different patients coming in and, you know, domestics or things like that. So it intrigued me even more. So I, uh, I attended Penn State Dubois uh, for one year. Then I attended Harrisburg Area Community College for their police science program. Uh, it was a two-year degree. Uh, finished up there, uh, came home. 
worked hospital security for approximately a year. Uh, worked there and went to the police academy. Uh, I went to the police academy on the weekdays, worked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I uh, got myself through the police academy, graduated in 1995, and got hired right on from uh, at Sandy Township Police. So I've been an officer there uh, since 1995, going on my 28th year here working in Sandy Township. Uh, so from there, I was promoted uh, to sergeant, I believe it was in 2001. Uh, that capacity until 2019 when I became the chief of police. Uh, our last chief, Don Roach, had retired, and uh, we had an interview process, and Sandy Township selected me as their, their chief. Uh, a lot of different things that we accomplished at the township. Uh, I think my biggest accomplishment in Sandy Township <clears throat> is... We became accredited back in 2016. Uh, I was assigned as the accreditation manager back then. Uh, the chief and I back then created policies and procedures that fit the PA Chiefs of Police standards. Uh, so that is a whole program that basically it's an oversight of what best practices are for a police department. So. Uh, it, it was it was probably a two two year process uh, to get accredited and you, yeah it sounds like quite the uh, process if it's two years and a great accomplishment yeah yeah, yeah. so you know every year it, it's upkeep and you have to work at it you have different assessors that that come in throughout the year that are employed by the PA chiefs of police so they're coming in and they're looking at your policies they're looking at how you operate and they will give you recommendations on what you need to change or if you're doing something wrong or your policy isn't right so uh, having a lot of oversight in what we do uh, is is a guarantee to the community that we're we're doing the right thing right uh, there is only like 10% of the police departments in Pennsylvania that that have reached that accreditation goal. Oh, wow. That's so, impressive. That is yeah. very impressive. Uh, so that, I, that's a big accomplishment. And, um, you know, moving forward, when we do consolidate, uh, that would be one of my goals is to, for the new department to reach that accreditation status. Yeah, that was, that's pretty impressive. I did not know that it's only 10% across the Commonwealth. But yeah. Chief Clark, who's uh, Chief Blaine Clark? Okay, well, I'm the guy usually on Monday mornings that comes in here and speaks <laughs> with Dan. But uh, I, I'm the chief of police for the city of Dubois. Uh, I'm married, uh, have three daughters, seven grandchildren. So I, I'm very passionate with my family. Uh in 1985, my wife and I moved to the state of Georgia. I secured a job as a detention officer with a sheriff's department down there. Being young and, and, and ready to roll, working inside the jail was not where I wanted to be. I transferred to the fire department down there. I uh, worked many years there, uh, achieved uh, multiple ranks up to the, not, not including the fire chief position, but everything under it. Uh, Later on, I was appointed the chief of police for the Clayton County Fire and Emergency Services Police Department. I was also sworn in as a special deputy U.S. marshal for the uh, Southeast Regional Fugitive Task Force. After uh, 
uh, retiring from the state of Georgia, I moved back to the Dubois. I, I worked for a few years for the uh, Dubois Area School District Police Department. The position for the chief of police came available in the city of Dubois. So, you know, again, like Chief Krzyzelik, I, I interviewed for it, was uh, selected, and, and here I am. That's been about five years ago uh, for, na for now. Uh, a little bit of overview for our department, if you want me to jump sure, right into that Sure, go ahead, now, Chief. Is uh, we have 20 officers, sworn officers at this time, 19 or part or full-time, one part-time officer. I have an officer that's assigned the K-9. You know, we have a, a K-9 ace, and the, the dog's been extremely instrumental. You know, a lot of drug interdiction and and just as a, as a liaison for the department as a whole. Uh, we also in July started and formed a drug task force for the city. I have two officers full-time assigned to it, as well as a full-time detective. Uh, we have recently this year also contracted with Penn Highlands Healthcare, and we provide officers at the hospital uh, uh, up there. It's it's been a huge success. Officer Davidson, who's assigned up there regularly, has been very instrumental in the success of that program, and I appreciate what he's doing uh, up there at the hospital. It, it's important that we have you know, officers up there. It's it's definitely a liaison for the community. Uh, number one thing that I feel we deal with and, and face each day is the fallout from the drug epidemic that plagues this community, the state, and even the country. You know, I, I short of getting political on this, I think blind eyes, politics, and the lack of accountability with this ep epidemic makes it a lot tougher for us to do our job. Mm. You know, I will say this, in my position from day one, I have made drugs and narcotics a, a priority within my department. My guys have as well, uh, and, and lady off female officers now that I have a couple. But uh, we are seeing a positive impact in the city. I, I hear it from the citizens. I see it. We're making uh, you know plenty of, of arrests, and, and not just arrests. We're getting people help that need the help. Uh, our drug team uh, since July has developed multiple drug cases, executed multiple drug arrests, as well as awaiting results from the crime lab to see where we're going to go with others. Uh, some of the drugs that we've seized off the streets in the city of Dubois, and it may or may not be shocking to some, is methamphetamines, amphetamines, marijuana, heroin, fentanyl, LSD, the old, the old drug is back mm. as far as the xylazine. It's mind-boggling, and I think that uh, I know, without getting into politics too much, there has obviously been a push in the last few years, this call, which I think is very dangerous, to defund the police. All those things that you just listed, Chief, that's why we don't defund the police. But, Chief Krizelik, uh would you like to give us an overview of your department? What does Sandy Township Depart Police Department look like? So Sandy Township, we have 13 officers, full-time officers currently. We are in the process of adding on another full-time officer. Uh, Sandy Township is 56 square miles, so uh, I believe we have four or five different zip codes uh, in Sandy Township. We have uh, Brockport and Penfield and Luthersburg, Dubois, of course, uh, Sykesville. So very large area for 14 full-time officers. Uh, so, you know, 
Dubois has a very good response time because they're, you know, three square miles. So our officers struggle to, to get from call to call. Uh, we are a very busy department. Uh, we handle a lot of uh, vehicle crashes. Uh, there, our vehicle crashes are, are usually pretty serious with, with a lot of injuries. So we, we do have officers that, that specialize in that, uh, some accident reconstruction. Uh, we have a detective, uh, Sergeant Detective Rod Fairman, uh, he has been a detective for quite a few years now. He's received a lot of specialized training in sexual assaults, child abuse. Uh, so he deals a lot with that. Uh, with all the, the mandated reporting that is required now, uh, all those, they're called C-104 forms, he receives and investigates all those. So a lot of his time is, is just spent with sexual assaults and, and child abuse cases. Uh, those are very um, time-consuming investigations. I, I was really happy that Dubois City, uh, they put on a detective as well that, you know, he deals with the same thing. Mm. So uh, with their recent detective and, and ours, so anything major that goes on in Dubois or Sandy Township, I'm really looking forward to them working together on a, on a big case. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we have different officers that have different specialties. We have a, uh, an officer that is trained in hostage negotiations. A lot of us have uh, training in SWAT and advanced SWAT, high-risk entry. Uh, we do have an accident reconstructionist. We have our own firearms instructors. We have our own active shooter instructors. We share those with the city. Uh, Sandy Township and Dubois City, we do a lot of training together. All our firearms training is together. We do active shooter uh, training. Uh, I guess it would be reality-based training we do. Uh, so we received a, a grant from, from Walmart a few years ago, and um, they're basically called blue guns, but they shoot the, the wax bullets. Uh, so, you know, we... Our instructors put on a, a lot of good scenarios where, you know, we shoot or we don't shoot or we get shot at. So uh, the training aspect between both departments, uh, because we are so close and we work together, uh, that's a plus for the community. It certainly is a plus for the community. And I wanted to have you both gentlemen talk about your departments because obviously we can't have every police officer in here. But want to let them know and you know that we greatly appreciate all of them and all the things that you're talking about i don't think it crosses my mind every day like how detailed and how many different things uh, our police departments are working on that was quite the list chris to to tell us uh, what different people are training on and what they're training other people on and the real issues that they're dealing with so we appreciate your staffs and kind of giving us those details um, I know consolidation is a big thing. It is here and it is coming uh, in 2026. Uh, it seems uh, Chief Krizelik, you and Chief Clark worked together. Uh, we got a $500,000 grant that's going to help with that. Can you give us some details on that? Yeah, so uh, both departments, we, we got together. There was a, a grant that was available and we thought you know, we might be able to squeeze a little bit more money out of, hmm. out of the state if we apply it together uh, with the presumption that, you know, we're going to consolidate. So uh, 
it was a technology grant. Uh, Sandy Township right now, we've had the body cam program for probably a year and a half. Uh, we just recently installed in-car cameras uh, that have uh, automatic license plate readers. So uh, the body cams, the license plate reader, the in-car camera, the taser, they all interconnect together. So uh, a lot of technology out there, that's what this grant was for. Uh, Dubois City's been looking at body cams and, and kind of the same program that we looked at. So this was a good opportunity uh, to move forward with that and it being paid for by a grant. Uh, those pieces of technology are very expensive. Uh, right. So reaching or getting that grant is going to save the, the community when we consolidate a, a lot of money. Yeah, no, that is a huge win for our city. And so we just appreciate uh, in the city and our area. We appreciate your efforts in obtaining that for us. Obviously going to help our city. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, we'll give you both gentlemen, the final words of our interview today. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, having a great conversation and showing our appreciations to our local police officers. Great conversation with Chief Blaine Clark of Dubois and Chief Chris Krizelik of Sandy Township. Chiefs, we have about three minutes left. Uh, Chief Clark, if you can give us uh, your final thoughts, sir, that'd be great. Yeah, final thoughts are, you know, I'm going to throw out some expectations that the citizens can see for this year from our department. Uh, one thing that... Uh, we're going to increase our attack on the war on drugs in the city of Dubois. Uh, we are going to continue to develop our newly formed tactical response team, which is in, in some terms a SWAT team to help our officers be you know, more safe when we make entries. I'm going to promote a more positive interaction with the community and our officers. I, I think it's extremely important for our uh, officers to be out there and be part of the community. I'm going to continue my open-door policy for all the citizens. Uh, I'm also going to continue to work to develop the relationships with other enforce, uh, law enforcement agencies. I think that's key. I think it's extremely important. As we speak, I have an officer headed to Johnstown right now to be sworn as, uh, in as a special deputy U.S. Marshal. Uh, I'm going to continue to work with Chief Krzyzelik and our politicians to make sure our departments are prepared for uh, 2026. In closing, you know, I, I'm just going to say I want to thank all of my officers for a safe and productive 2022. Uh, and just as importantly, the citizens of the city of Dubois for their support, respect, and prayers. One thing that I definitely want to say is I, I want to thank our city manager, city council, and the mayor for their support and belief in, in the, the police department. If, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to achieve what we've achieved. They, they have a lot of respect for us, and they deserve a lot of credit for our success. So if you, remember, if you see something, say something. Absolutely. Chief Krizalik, we've got one minute, sir. All right. Uh, 
I'm going to make it short and sweet. I, I kind of ditto what, everything that uh, Chief Clark said, but I, I want to start off by thanking the citizens of Dubois and Sandy Township. Every day we get a lot of support from our community, and that makes our job uh, a lot easier. We get a lot of support every time we're out in public. Uh, somebody's always coming up and, and saying, hey, thank you for your service. So we all appreciate that. Uh, so we are lucky as a police force to be in the Dubois community because of the support support that we receive and we, we all appreciate that yes and we're glad that you feel that way uh, thank you for your service gentlemen uh, we do offer up our prayers to you every day and we just appreciate all you do for our communities thank you and enjoy national police appreciation day thank, thank you. you for coming on thank you